Trying to stay loose as it's a third and 18. Pocket sealed for a moment. Brady's able to throw it. And they convert on third and 18. That's a huge play for the Patriots. With protection. Amendola for the touchdown. Make it to White. Looking around. Pass time. Throws it. Did he get the feet down? What an effort. Touchdown, Amendola. Let's see if he does it. High ball back the end zone. How you're supposed to throw it there so it's protected. Right foot, left foot ball. That's a touchdown, Jim. New England has the lead and a shot at heading to the Super Bowl. Stepping up and throwing, and it is knocked down by Gilmore. What's up, everybody? Welcome to... I have no idea what episode doesn't says out. It doesn't fucking matter We're anymore. Going to the Super Bowl! Yes! We are anti-champions. <laughs> Once again. Craig and I want to congratulate ourselves for all of our great work getting Man, our team there. I really feel like they couldn't have done it without us. No, yeah. We were obviously the linchpin that took it home. For sure. Uh, <laughs> how are you, Melissa? I'm, I'm okay, Craig. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing very well. You were up late uh, studying the film, I hear. <laughs> I was. I was watching it all back. 3 a.m., 4 a.m., finally hit I'm, the sack. I'm on the John Gruden plan. Yeah. Just breaking down film. Slave to the tape. Gotta know what's happening. Yeah. Gotta know what you're up against. Getting into the X and X's and O's. Yeah, I broke them down. Got the Eagles. Got to be ready to go. Yeah, totally. Well, anyways, <laughs> in case you didn't know, Pats beat the Jags 24 to 20. If you didn't know that. What'd I say? Just, no, you're right. Yeah. I'm saying if you didn't know the score, like just pause right now. If you didn't know the score, I don't know why you listened to us. Go watch the game <laughs> and come back. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Patriots are once again AFC Championships, uh, champions rather, and going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it feels like old hat, doesn't it? Honest to God, it does, and I feel like shit about that. Like it just—it doesn't feel good to ha- have it be like a f- something close to a foregone conclusion that you are at least in the AFC Championship game, if not going to the Super Bowl every year. But like, yeah, you think like the we play a two-game season, three-game season. Yeah. Do you think the NFL merchandising team is just like son of a bitch? We're not going to sell any of these AFC Championship T-shirts. These people already have a fucking million of them. So they're they going to sell a lot of the them. NFC ones, but they sure are. Not a whole lot on this side. But if like the Bills were in it, think of how many goddamn T-shirts they'd be oh, selling. Oh yeah, for sure. Sure. The t-shirts had good that, point actually. Yeah. It's a you know, the gotta follow the money. But I wonder who they would want more. I wonder who the NFL wants more. Like a new team that is lame, like the Jags or the Titans or the Bills, or a team that everybody's sick of and won't buy stuff for and like yada yada in the Pats. Well, I think where they make it up is in the ratings. Yeah, they'll do so that game, that Jacksonville and New England game was the highest rated television program I heard that. since last year's super bowl right and it's weird higher right? than last year's afc championship game, oh which was much the steelers which significantly is so higher like almost twice yeah the ratings which is crazy you would think yeah. steelers pats would be a, a yeah. much bigger draw uh, you know i think people look like an underdog story and jackson was a little bit of an underdog mm-hmm. story there and people like to hate the patriots they want to oh, yeah. cheer against them they want to be we're the evil empire right oh, yeah. so i think if you're asking which way does the nfl want it from a ratings commercial perspective which is what the super Bowl's all about mm-hmm. they want the patriots they're gonna draw huge eyes to that game the eagles playing as an underdog they wear those dog masks which i actually fucking love and i you know think who, that's you know who, so incredibly you know who, like, creative pi- not pioneered but like is championing the dog mask thing who chris long Former Patriots defensive end, Chris Long, who I love, present tense, that's right, not loved, (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't care if he switched jerseys. I still like him. I wish they I wish they could have signed him. Yeah. LeGarrette Blunt and Chris Long, back-to-back Super Bowls, two different teams. Way to go, guys. Way Whoa. to land on your feet. Well, good job. See Way you out there. Pick the right free I agent I bet you signing. LeGarrette Blunt fumbles in the Super Bowl. But anyways. Oh, gonna... whoa. <laughs> Calling your shot. I uh, like it. Yeah, I'm into it. sucks. Anyways. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, we're going to talk more about the Eagles next week. Yeah, I just got really excited. I just wanted to find a way to bring the dog masks up. The dog masks are good. It's I'm a cool it. little thing. It's like yeah. their little fucking cowboy It's a rally. It's a ra- exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a rally cry. But anyway, back to your original question. I think the NFL, from a ratings perspective, wants the Patriots in it. They yeah, want a team want, everyone hates. I think they want the Pats to lose. I, 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 oh, I believe that the, the Patriots highest rated, losing would be... Highest rated Super Bowl, I believe, to date ever was Giants-Patriots in 42. Yeah. When, when, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. See if someone goes undefeated or if the Giants could upset them. Right. I think that remains to this day. I think I it's actually... I think it's that Super Bowl followed by Super Bowl 49, Seahawks-Pats oh. is in the two-hole. Well, but I, also, I could be making all this up and... Doesn't uh, matter. No one's going to fact check could us. Have been, could have been Cardinals-Steelers for the number one. <laughs> One slot for all I fucking know. Yeah. Well, um, cool. I forgot what I was going to say. So let's move on. All right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> what'd you think of the Jags sort of uh, approach to the game, specifically right around halftime there? Oh, well, that fucking pussy ass play. I, that- <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. That was too aggressive. <laughs> no, I think that's perfectly good. Um, you know, I think that is so anti-Patriots way of playing. So the the Jacksonville had the ball. The Patriots had just scored. Yeah. They had scored. Yeah, they yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. had scored. They had that big... It was a huge drive because it built some momentum back up for the Patriots, who, for the first half, did not look great. I had a stomachache the whole time I was watching. I was very nervous. I didn't feel good about it. I was, that, was that like a cause and effect thing or just an unrelated fact? <laughs> no, cause and effect. There was cause and effect. I'm not just telling you my general well-being. A little bit of a touch of headache this morning. No, yeah. I, like <laughs> I was nervous that whole time. Yeah, Patriots I, scored. I thought there was a little bit of momentum coming for them. And Jacksonville gets the ball back with a minute and they kneel down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you doing? The whole point of deferring yeah. the kickoff at the beginning of the game is so that you have an opportunity to score back to back on either side of the half. A minute's a lot of time for you to kneel down. Yeah. I was, I was, I wouldn't say shocked by that, but I was definitely very surprised. That's the whole, we, we, I've seen the Patriots do that sometimes, only if they're having a really poor half and there's usually less time than that left and they're just like, fuck this, we're going to Yeah, we gotta just get out. Usually it's like a shame on us type of thing when they've done it before, but like Jacksonville's up at that point. I think it was, I think it was what uh 14 to 3 or something yeah no no the pats had just scored a touchdown and the and they, so 14 to 10 the the first touchdown that the patriots scored was they got the ball because stupid jacksonville had that delay of game penalty oh, yeah. coming out of the timeout so they call t- it's like second down whatever happens it's third <laughs> yeah. and something the jags call timeout yeah figure out a play hit the field the clock's not even running, so there's only the play clock. The game clock's not running because they had just called the timeout, right. and then boom, delay of game. They throw the ball. I mean, the, the play transpires. Yeah. And they actually connect. They yeah, it was make a good it, completion, but it gets called a th- back on delay of game. Right, which is like, thank how God, stupid. Can you be delay of game coming out of a timeout? What the <laughs> yeah. hell's wrong with you? Like, why would you even let the play clock come all the way down? Like, the the game clock is staying still. Right. You there's can't no even tell advantage to, to yeah. That's, I guess, the closest thing I have to, like, a central take is that, like, a lot of games like this, we talk about how, like, another team blew it. And I actually think Jacksonville played well. They played yeah. well on offense, certainly throughout the first half. Their defense They were is, terrifying. 
I mean, ultimately it wasn't enough, but their defense sure. played well. And I don't think there was not like one singular decision that Jacksonville made that was like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> the throw it Tony on the Romo. one. Like, yeah. Like, you know, Pete Carroll thing or anything like that. But there was a couple things that were like head scratchers throughout that, I mean, ultimately added up. The delay of the game thing was ridiculous. It was stupid. That That's gave a stupid the ball penalty. Back to the Patriots, who yeah. then most of the next drive was on penalties. That's when Gronk got knocked out, followed by Brandon Cook's pass interference. Right. And then they were down by the goal line and scored. And then the, the, the Jags get the ball back and kneel down at the end of the half. And it was like, oh, that was a weird series of events. And at that point, I think it was 10-3, right? Or, or 10 to 14 going yeah, into the 14-10. half. Yeah, 14-10. Yeah, and they had already, you're right, they had blown it deal. on that, that Patriots drive. That much more comfortable going into yeah. halftime. At, you know. Oh, yeah, with them kneeling down. If they had scored, if they had even gotten a field goal, mm-hmm. you're talking 17-10, now you're up another touchdown. Then you get the ball back at the beginning of the second half. Like, you have an opportunity to be to put them away. significantly up on the Patriots. Patriots like two scores ahead is a pretty big lead especially against the Patriots and you know Jacksonville kind of blew it even on that drive that Patriots drive because you're right it was the Gronk hit which was a personal foul over 15 yards it was the PI on Brandon Cooks and so it's like well shit you kind of gave them the field position that allowed them to pound it in yeah which in some ways means you're still controlling the game it wasn't like Tom Brady had driven the ball all that hard on you you were just yeah, you moving very, them down the field. You could have very easily said, okay, well, that last thing was We screwed bogus. up. We got to get it together. It was basically flag, flag, flag. Patriots were touching. It was a right. flag to give them the ball in the first place. Right. Flag from the Gronk hit. Flag from the Cooks thing. And then, boom, they scored. Like, I, I feel like a good coach would have been like, okay, that was bogus. Yeah. We're in control of this game. Let's right. march down the field and get, try to get some points. We get the ball back. I don't know. It just seemed like... I feel Stupid. like I felt like Jacksonville was playing the second half of that game like they were up by 30. Yeah. And they were up by, you know... A score here and there. A score, and at the most, they were up by 10. And, like, they got real conservative real fast. And I feel like, you know, they did the opposite thing of what the Falcons did in the Super Bowl last year was what the Falcons undoing was they stayed really (laughs) aggressive when all they needed to do was, like, run the ball and drain the clock and kick field goals. And it's just like, oh, man. You just... It it demonstrates to me the importance of composure. Yeah. And not fucking coming off at the rails. It's like they were up and they got excited and they were like... What do we do when we're up? Yeah. We go into this kind of motion. And it's like, well, you're not up that much. Right. You like, got to keep not. scoring, man. Yeah, you, you got to get Patriots. more points. I feel like that they overestimated how good their defense really was. Because if they thought yeah. that scoring 20 was enough to beat the Pats, then I don't know what gave them that idea. Well, and you said it even last week. Like, to beat the Patriots, you have to be able to score you gotta get 30 points. Close to 30. You got to get in the ballpark of 30. They I weren't there no. yet. You know, and then they did, at the, late in the game, lose a couple of big defensive players. Yeah. Some of those late plays, like we know the Patriots came mm-hmm. back to win it. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you were down a couple people, but that's why you got to score early and often because you don't know what's going to happen later in the yeah. game. Yeah. And and what you do know is that the Pats aren't going to just roll over. Like they're not going to go right. away. Tom Brady's not like, oh, looks like we ah, lost this one. Better points? phone it Fuck. in. <laughs> you know, it's not hockey. You can come back from 10 <laughs> points pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scoring's very different in football. So let's uh let's let's transition into the quarterback then. Oh, okay. What'd you think of uh Tommy Terrific? Well, I I mean Tom sustained an injury this week. I feel like we should start with the elephant Ugh. in the room. What'd you think about all that nonsense? I thought it was crazy. Crazy what? Crazy stupid. Yeah, me too. Like <laughs> Okay, so he cut his hand at practice, cut it, jammed it, I don't know, I heard both. 
he had hurt a, it. He At had the a time, all we knew was in his it hand. hurt. Yeah, sure. And I'm sure it did. Like, stitches in your throwing hand is not ideal right. the week of an AFC championship But, like, game. even, it took us a little couple days throughout the week to even find out that it was stitches. It yeah, was just some we didn't unknown. Know. Yeah, yeah, some hand injury. And everyone was, like, in full-on... Full panic. Meltdown mode. Yeah. And I, I just felt like, okay, well, p- I'm pretty sure they play through a lot worse than that. Everyone just makes such a big deal out of it because it is tom brady and it's like you're looking for an advantage over tom brady or you're looking for the end of the line for him or like the cliff that he's gonna fall off of yeah a a hand injury is not gonna be it talk to me when it's a knee or his throwing shoulder yeah and it's like a nagging sustaining not a freak like oh i cut myself yeah it was there was we do this show once a week right so yeah, I like, think so. There's a lot of <laughs> stories that sometimes like pass us by, like little things midweek, little yeah, stuff sure. pops up. And like, usually I'm like, oh man, I wish, you know, we were like recording right then so we could talk about it. This was a, a situation where I was like, thank God we don't have to like, thank God we're not on talk radio and have to do a show every day. Cause like speculating about the degree of severity of like the injury to Brady's throwing hand was like right. maddening. Not, to not me. high Especially because there was no chance he wasn't going to start. Regardless of what the injury right. was. Right. What like, was the other option? Ultimately, 12 stitches on like the back of his hand. Like, who cares? Right. He put a Band-Aid on it. He literally put a Band-Aid on it and went out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, it was fine. He uh, was fine. Anyway. Yeah. And, and he ultimately, you know, did the thing that he does better than anybody, which is down 10 points in the fourth quarter. And, I mean, we played a lot of those clips, mostly the Amendola clips coming into the intro of the show here, which was... That dude was just nails. You know, isn't that what's tough about the Patriots, though? What? Is that like you just you don't know who he's going to connect with in any game. He just looks for whoever they're not doing a good job defending and takes full advantage of that. Yeah. Dwayne Allen made a catch. We know how you feel about him. Did he make a catch? He did. I must have missed that. I know Dorsett had a huge one. Oh, that's who I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think Dwayne Allen saw. Dwayne Allen had a good block actually that led to a couple. You saw that in your film study? I did. (laughs) In my breakdown. I saw him block because he had to come in when Gronk went out. Yeah, we're yeah, all yeah, over yeah. the place right now. We're just mess. I'm all over the place. No, your point, I believe, was you know tough to defend because you don't know who's yes. going to have exactly. the game of their fucking life. And turns out it was Damian Amendola. You know, in the Super Bowl, right. it was James White. It it could be a right. different. It could be anybody, week. anytime, and you just don't know like who he's going to go to. I've always said that's what's hard about betting on the Patriots is yeah. that oh they're a terrible fantasy play. Oh my god, because you don't know who he's going to connect with. Yeah. And even Tom Brady's not even a solid pick because sometimes they go to the run game and you're mm-hmm. like, well, fuck you. Now I got no points coming in. Yeah. That, I won, yeah. I won this week, though, so it's fine. I'm glad to hear that. I know our listeners are curious about my financial status. <laughs> <laughs> what was the grand total this week? 3150. <laughs> <laughs> that's the decimal points between the one and the five. <laughs> so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amendola was nails. Brady was nails. It was like I don't know. It's just crazy that they can. I mean, I you know, about ten years ago, I could have been convinced that like surely this run of like fourth quarter comebacks and whatnot can't be sustainable. And then like the fact that they're still doing it at this I point know. is unreal in the playoffs constantly. It I, really is. Like you know, I like you. I was not very comfortable watching that game, but like. There was never any doubt that it was possible that they came back. When Deion Lewis fumbled, though, that was like, Ugh. that was one thing that I was like, okay, well, this is off script. Yeah, that hurt because to watch. Because typically, in the, you know, we have a, a large sample size of, mm-hmm. of, you know, heroic comebacks. And like, 
ooh, early fourth quarter turnover is not <laughs> in the script. Like that's Oh, not... we don't see that in those big comebacks. Right, right, yeah. right. They just wanted to make it more interesting. Yeah. It's like they're that trying a... to keep themselves interested in the game. That was a tough one, but I mean, at that point in the game, Jacksonville had sort of, I don't know, it felt like they were stopped, they, they had stopped trying to score. Yeah, which was a bizarre play. And and they I think I think on the next drive they went three and out. They might have converted one, but they went something close to three and out on the drive following the Deion Lewis fumble and you know, the Patriots end up giving up a couple yards in terms of right. like field position after that, but like ultimately it was kind of like no harm done. Yeah, luckily. Yeah. Because I think oh, yeah. turnovers, you know, can be real killers. You know what the real luck was? What? Tell Fucking me. the fact that they blew that play dead. So Deion Lewis oh, fumbles. Yes. Yeah. Miles Jack scoops the ball like he right out of his running. hands. He, he's running untouched. Clearly, one ref on the field thought it was a fumble. Right, and one thought he was down. Because that's what the official call on the field ended up being. But the whistle blew. Right, which stops the play. Which tells tells you that one one uh, ref with a whistle in his mouth thought <laughs> that it was a dead ball and that the ground caused the fumble and blew it dead. Miles Jack was. He, he would have been off for yeah, a touchdown. Oh yeah, he was. Oh he was yeah, taken you're to right. The house. Yeah. So that was a lucky break. It was an unlucky break. The fact that they fumbled, and I think that call could have gone one way or the other. To be honest. Oh, he kind of had it like pinned. I don't know. It that gets into the whole like what is possession thing because I know. Yeah, that was a <laughs> tough one. I, I, at the time, I thought that could have gone either way, but it's you know getting into the minutia of like does the ball moving from you know right in your Bread underneath basket. your arm to down by your hip but still very much you know yeah. in control i don't know whatever ultimately it was a fumble but it was no harm done and the pats drove down the field and fucking made it happen that catch from amadol was balls i don't know if it was the greatest <laughs> throw ever like that was like the type of it was the type of throw that you see brady <laughs> throw to gronk a lot yeah which is just way up and way yeah, out well, in, and, in a place and, where only he can get it because gronk's six eight right Danny Amendola's like uh, five three i don't he's know like how tall i don't yeah. know what he is but he's not that not tall. tall he's not like a little guy He's not like a little Edelman out there. He's a pretty little. But he's just a no- normal size individual. I think he's around six feet, something okay. like that. Okay. Average dude height. But yeah, he had to go up and get that ball. And like, you can see on the replay, like as he's coming down, he's got one foot down. And he like, the amazing part is he looks to his foot to say like, foot, touch the ground now. <laughs> and like taps the toe and then like hits the deck. It was, it's, it was awesome. Oh man. That can, was a fucking amazing can, catch. Can you? imagine having that kind of awareness at that speed yeah of like knowing like i get both these feet in this little box before i go it's down crazy. like I, oh my god because sometimes you see i the- can't even change lanes that quickly <laughs> <laughs> and i have a lot of mirrors and like a camera sometimes <laughs> you see the receivers do the toe tap thing and you it's just kind of like instinct like yeah. muscle memory from having done that a million times or were they just like get the toes down sometimes the toe comes down out of bounds because they're just trained to like tap wherever yeah. they are like this was like he like I don't know. It's just you know, obviously watching it in slow motion, you can infer a lot of thought and intent. <laughs> but like he looks to his own foot and is like, "Doop, <laughs> I'm in." Yeah, it was awesome. I like that. Yeah, it was good. I was like, I was glad to see him be kind of like a star of the game. I mean, he is turning into at this point. Like, if you think about the big catches that he had in Super Bowl Forty Nine, the big catches Edelman gets a lot of the glory from. Mm-hmm. 51 but yeah Amendola that had some catch. huge catches he had the touchdown i think james white had the go-ahead touchdown but danny amandola had the tying touchdown in the super bowl against the falcons like amandola yeah like he was the hero of this game oh yeah assuming he has a serviceable if not another epic performance in the super bowl coming up like he's turning into one of the best clutch performers in the history of the team like he's like He's done it so many times now that it's like, where where are you all regular season? I I don't know, and I guess I don't really care. Well, and that's in why these I, games, it's like yeah. fucking Danny. 
But I think he's a little underrated because of that. Because you don't hear it. Like, he's not a big stack guy in the oh, regular God, no. season. Not he just close. steps up in these, like, big pressure, need to make a big comeback moments. Yeah. And clearly Tom trusts him in those moments, but he's not his, like, every down guy. I feel like he barely sees the field. I don't, I, I don't know. Anyway, you could. We some, should call Bill and talk to him about it. We should get his opinion on that. Did you see Bill's <laughs> press conference post game outfit? No. What uh, was he it was wearing? Classic. It was uh, blue crew neck sweater. Match. Obviously, sleeves cut off. What added bonus? It was a sweatshirt or sweater. No hood. Oh, okay. So crew neck bl- navy sweater, sleeve monster was he, came. Was he bare arms? The, yeah, yeah. And then like the neck, the normal neck of the shirt was like cut yeah. more wide. Do you think he has like a tailor that cuts these things out for him or he just goes to town <laughs> on his own? Like, you know, in his, he has like a, his wife has like a craft room and he just like gets in there, starts shearing up a sweatshirt. I wonder if he has like a guy, like he's got like a guy. Yeah, for that's it. what I wonder. He, but not a tailor, just like some kid who's trying to like make it as a coach. And his job right now is like cut the hoodies. Distress the sweatshirt. <laughs> Bare armed? Yeah, it was not a good look. That, I was just say that sounds... This man is in his late 60s. Sounds pale, if I was to like think of an adjective. A lot of hair. Oh, really? Bright lights in that press conference room, too. I imagine there's a lot of like liver spots or something, yeah, too. Yeah, skin tags. Yeah, because he got a lot of sun exposure. Yep. People weren't as good with their sun care regimen back in the day. No. No. Bill, get a, just put a long sleeve under it. But get a nice thermal. It's just good to remember. I'm going to mail him a thermal. It's it's moments like that, though, that you remember that the guy is fucking whacked and only cares about football. You know? Yeah, that he went on fucking national television. With, yeah. If I were Linda, his wife, girlfriend, I don't know. Yeah. I'd be like, the fuck is wrong with you? I know you don't want people to know how much your contract's worth, but you don't need to look homeless for that <laughs> to be kept a secret. Christ's sakes. Yeah, it's not a great look. I yeah. thought you might appreciate that, though. I do appreciate it. I'm not going to Google the pictures. It sounds like the stuff Nightmares is made out it of. It wasn't great. <laughs> uh, all right, more things to cover. We spent a lot of time From Sunday's game. What else we got? Gronk. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Gronk. What's his deal? What do you think? Think he's back for the Super Bowl? He got... He yeah, got... yeah. Of course he's back for the Super Bowl. What do you think about the hit? <laughs> I think whenever you have a helmet to helmet hit, it's it's got to be a little dirty. Like you have options, right? And mm-hmm. Gronk was going up, and that guy kind of threw himself into him. And he's not small, you know. I, I kind I guess maybe I understand it more when it is someone that's like a James White, Julian Edelman yeah. size. Like they're much more compact. And if you're really big, I can see how your helmet may hit their helmet. Yeah, but like. Gronk is a monster. Particularly when they're like going to the ground. Sometimes you see him just like dip the shoulder. Yeah, which right. Sort of and they kind of turn forward. into yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Like this is totally different. You're flying through the air and Gronk has a lot of land mass. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna hit it. Yeah. Eric Church had options. He could have gone yeah, low. Gone a he could have gone high. Lower. He definitely could have just stuck him right in the gut. Right. I don't know if I thought. I don't think it was like dirty. I've certainly seen dirtier hits. Oh, I mean, sure. Eric Church did like the... Brandon Merriweather kind of like spear thing. Like just like, you know, no real attempt to get the shoulder, lead with the shoulder. It was like all head. Your reenactment well, looks like you're on a ski Like jump. a ski. <laughs> just like. Throwing my arms to my side. I just hear the wind <laughs> whipping through Craig's skis. Yeah, I've seen dirtier hits. I've seen dirtier hits. The thing is, I can, I can see the plight of defensive players in the league where they're like, if I go high. You're gonna tell me I'm a headhunter. If I go low, you're gonna tell me you're taking on his knees. Taking on his knees, like what? But that's the that's the thing where like when you got a big guy like that, 
you got real estate to work with right, that you're right, not right. there's a lot of room between the head and the knees he's not compact and he wasn't crunching together in any sort of way to like yeah he was like up. he was coming yeah. down from like his his he had reached his like vertical you know apex and was yeah. coming down but you're right yeah he wasn't like tucked he didn't like right. go to the ground in a weird way yeah it was just like straight up head, head, and, to head. I, and i think it's a dumb play because you cost your team 15 yards yeah. and at the end of the day like sorry grunk but like that is what matters is that in that moment right yeah. you, you made a decision in the moment like yeah risk reward right like you can like take them out and you i mean you bounced them from yeah, the game you sure but did. you know you give up 15 yards which ultimately led to a patriots touchdown right. after another stupid pass interference penalty where jalen ramsey like hook arms like choke holds basically brandon cooks right and, and like needless to say the jags are all crying about penalties after the game and oh thinking that, yeah that it's they're rigged. real pissed about it yeah the delay of game penalty was rigged boys. yeah yeah, yeah. we yeah. we moved the clock ahead on you for sure and gotcha. Jalen ramsey literally like choke holding brandon cooks yeah like you gotta know that man you gotta well, know like, that shit okay don't waste a pi on brandon cooks for christ's sake the ball floats through his hand half yeah, the time he's anyway he's not gonna go for it anyway <laughs> yeah unless like, it's you unless got it, it hits him on the, in the chin he's not yeah, gonna and he acts, it gets just stuck in his face mask he might get a catch <laughs> on it the rest of the time i was complimenting him 10 minutes ago and now i'm like yeah he's trash the tides have shifted <laughs> i've already changed my mind <laughs> uh what'd you think of that gilmore block oh my god our boy oh, we just, stuck with him all season we, thick and thin <laughs> sure don't go back and listen to the archives <laughs> nobody needs to know yeah uh yeah oh my god that black was sick yeah just even bald. the still picture of him oh like god he looks like a dolphin leaping <laughs> he's like a dolphin in like, sea world <laughs> yeah, just jettisoning up from <laughs> not, over the not surface a miami of the water. dolphin <laughs> no, no 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 like an aquatic sea creature oh. It's like kind of nose. porpoise. Yeah, exactly. Got it. He just is, it's so badass that like picture of him leaping out and just like batting the ball down. And you know what? That's exactly what we talked about in the Pittsburgh game. What? Pittsburgh? Oh, no. It was the, uh, we didn't talk about it. Now, the, yeah. <laughs> is that the game? Would the guy picked it and lost yards because of it because it was fourth down? Is that yes. what you're trying to say? Yeah. yeah. What game was that? I don't know. <laughs> I just I know the thing you're referring to. It just absolutely doesn't matter what game it's from. <laughs> we we've talked about this before, right? Like knowing being aware enough to know yeah. what's more important. Do you need an interception there? No. You just need to make a play on the ball. Totally. He wasn't in position for an interception. Yeah, it's fourth down and you threw the ball like twenty five yards. But you would have been you would have been losing significant yardage if you right. if you come down with that. It would have been dumb for him yeah. to catch the ball there. So but and he knows, like, well, in the more I think uh makeable play, for mm -hmm. lack of a better word, is just to slap it down. Yeah, swap like, that shit. Don't dude. worry about it. And don't who cares where don't it goes. Set it straight up into the air and <laughs> yeah, don't volleyball style, like it. Revis. Spike. <laughs> Bortles comes down with that shit and takes it to the house. No. <laughs> slam it to the ground. Yeah, that right. was awesome. I mean, I think Stephon Gilmore, as rough of a start as he had, like it's plays like that that you are you can yeah. totally redeem yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's yeah, a couple about, big plays like that, and you are you are clean. Because you know what happens now? Everyone just remembers, oh, remember that play in the AFC totally. Championship game? And no one's like, remember when he was total garbage against Kansas City in week one? Exactly. Nobody gives exactly. a shit about that. Yeah, remember anymore? when nobody knew Malcolm Butler's name? Well, yeah, I was <laughs> just know? thinking, like, yeah, what do we all know Malcolm Butler for? Is totally. that interception in the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Other than that, come on. Totally. What has he really done? Nameless, faceless player before that moment. I just loved that play. Yeah, that was awesome. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. What else you got? Anything? Uh, I got one thing. Oh, okay. I'm lay, glad they got a lay fight. it on me. That's my biggest takeaway. Oh, 
is I'm glad they I'm glad they got a fight. Oh, I am not on my A game. I was like, there was a fight? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, not yeah, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I because get they it. rolled over Tennessee. Yeah, of and, course they did. You know, I wasn't one of the people that was predicting a blowout. My prediction score wise, like Patriots thirty something, yeah. Jags twenty something. So like I was predicting a more comfortable win than they got for sure. But like I don't know what good that does your team necessarily if like I don't know. I'm just glad they got like a real game, a real fight. I think that will serve them well um, in the Super Bowl. Well, I have two things to say to you. Mm-hmm. One, you called it from the beginning of the playoffs that Jacksonville was the team you least wanted to see. I did say that, didn't I? You Thank did. Thank you You're for right. reminding us all of that. You're welcome. No, but I think like you were right and they put up, they played a style that wasn't great for the Patriots. Yeah. And I 100% agree with you that they needed a fight. They needed a tougher game to play because, you know, we talked about before that the, you know, potential 19 and 0 season when they had the Super Bowl against the Giants. Mm-hmm. And like, I think part of the problem with playing the Giants is like they had just rolled everybody. You don't learn a lot by just winning every game going right. away. There was no challenge. There was nothing that was like controversial or for them to deal with yeah. like over even just losing together games, like yeah know. like what do you do when you lose what does practice look like how do you work on it together what kind of feedback do you give each other and it's like yeah nothing yeah. You, you learn just a keep lot winning. you learn a lot from losing games i mean right. 2014 that you know that was the year where that monday night football 35 to 7 or something that the kansas city on monday night football was brutal they got undressed that was like you got trent dilfer on espn saying that like tom brady's <sighs> done and it the was aren't good anymore i mean it feels like forever ago and like we laugh now but well, they keep saying that the Patriots are Tom Brady's at the end. You know, he's... adversity too. Like last year, you started the first four games without your starting goddamn quarterback. Like, oh yeah, ended up okay. But like, those are things that you know galvanize right. teams. They and... bring a team together, and yeah. that is important for a team is to be able to like find their identity together. Yeah, you, so you they're like playing as a unit. Right, and it's hard to do that when you're just winning, 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 winning. Right. winning you know. Yeah, I think it was good that Jacksonville was hard. It it will make them look at the Eagles differently. Anyway, we are looking forward to next week's bye week. We yeah. will talk more about the Patriots Eagles. I bet you're looking matchup. forward to next week's bye week. Why is that? I sure am. I will be recording from beautiful sunny Hawaii. Woo! Uh, so I will be remote. I'm going to visit the old home of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I'll scout the location while I'm there. Right. See if it's worth maybe moving back to. I'll write my findings to the NFL. So next week, I'll be in Hawaii. Cool. Not sad about that. Holding down the fort. Hope it snows. Um, But we will be talking about the Eagles Patriots preview and kind of what we think about the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Craig will go behind enemy lines and get us more information. Yeah, I did the scouting report earlier this year. Exactly. Yeah, we knew. Uh, But other than that, until then, you can certainly follow us on Instagram Mm -hmm. or Twitter. Mm -hmm. One more. Facebook. Yeah. Got it. Nailed the big three. I thought you were going to say LinkedIn. I was going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can follow our tumblr nice one good poll thanks anyway uh, that's okay. at title down cast on all three of those you may have noticed also you people out there listeners we've got some fancy new uh logos we've got some nice photos of ourselves you can see what we look like now on all of our various social media platforms. yeah but don't t- don't comment on it don't comment on that but just look and you i don't know, care admi- what you admire. think about what i look like <laughs> Those are uh, courtesy of our good friend and very talented photographer and graphic designer, AJ Rebecca. Yeah, you can can... hear his thoughts on the Should I Go See It podcast. Ah, That's right. You totally can. Yeah. Yeah. Search Should I Go See It in the podcast thing and you'll come up with his hot takes on movies. Yeah, I want to put a disclaimer on that. Nothing that they say reflects on us in any way, shape or form. No, that's not an endorsement. That was just. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a fact. Yeah. I'm just giving you facts, people. Right. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, you can give him a follow 
at aj.rebecki on Instagram. It also, you know, if you enjoyed this podcast, please tell a friend, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Or you can check us out uh, at guybostonsports.com. Yeah. And you can give them a follow at guybostonsports on Twitter as well as on Instagram and, you know, anything else. Yeah. That's a lot of information. Whew. Yeah. A lot of housekeeping today. We got to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we have for you guys <laughs> this week. We'll talk to you next week. See you later. Bye. We're going on the ship. Woo! Ha, ha, ha.